Appen Podcast Network. My notes say episode 287, 237 p.m. Eastern. Top of the show will be a callback to episode 286 on Tuesday, August 24th with Charlotte Cho. Here is that piece. like 10 inch inseam jorts and i'm like 10 inch oh my god jorts i love it i was like oh my god like they went over the knee and my friend i was walking out of class and she was like you know i just recovered from covid damn like i forgot covid was a thing i was like is that on the table and i went to the nurse and i told her i was like i feel like i have covid and she looked me dead and she goes do you think you can go through the school day i was like did you just ask me to go through the school day even if i think i have covid 19 morgan was fantastic like i mean he is just so freaking hot like his songwriting is hot yes he's hot he's a hot artist charlotte we're not doing this we're not doing this charlotte did you just tease your own mistake Yes, that's, that's what daddy does. Daddy teases for living. Do your cleats fit okay? Question mark. Yes, mom. Exclamation point. That sounded mean. I was just checking. Mm. Yes, mom. A two-word response with an exclamation point, by the way, which I would think accents your enthusiasm and excitement. There was this guy who was, yeah, he was like a street vendor. Well, a I street mean, vendor to no, no, your no, mom no, and dad is somebody who's honking who like Who sells a, hot dogs. No, I know. But he's selling dope or drugs or something. Yeah, but I mean, grammatically, a street vendor is someone who sells something on a street. Okay. Pull your shorts down. Like, no one wants to see that. Maybe hey. someone does, but it's not me. If for whatever reason you skipped over the last episode, episode 286 of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast, go back and uh, pick it up, if you don't mind. Our 16-year-old Charlotte, daughter Charlotte, uh, subbed for Donna for the first third of that, that episode because Donna was coming in on two wheels from Knoxville after we took our 19-year-old daughter, Olivia, to UT in Knoxville to begin her fall semester as a freshman. And the, the response, the reviews, Donna, about Charlotte, rock star. Yeah, what I'm unbelievable. Rock star. She did a fantastic job. You thought her language was foul. No, I didn't think her language was foul, but she did have some cuss words, and I was like, what is going on? With me, she's a little looser with her language. And oh, I think, okay. well, I'm not saying it's good, right or wrong, but she is. And, and so she dropped a hell and a, a freak in every now and then. And, and, but I thought she was hilarious. I thought she was spot on with the content. She sounded fantastic. Uh, I'm going to become her agent, and we're going to get her a job in radio. Yeah, being from the radio uh, world, Donna, both of us, for a combined 45 years here in Atlanta, would you recommend radio? Uh, no, I would not. All right, then. We'll move right on and uh, yeah. welcome you to this episode. No, I don't think that I would. Would you? Um, I, no, because radio is not going to be around much longer. Yeah. In, in the form that it is now, terrestrial radio, where there's an FM signal and you get it in your car. Somebody told me Teslas don't even have radios. Did you know that? I don't think they do. Well, because they have iPads. But they, I know they don't have radios. Yeah. At all. You can't get an FM radio in a Tesla. Yeah. So So um, why would you be her agent and steer her toward that profession? I, I wouldn't. I would oh, steer okay. towards... Uh, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know, Any, anything but terrestrial radio. Yeah. All right. Welcome. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends and your coworkers. We have conversations, discussions about current events, pop culture, trends, social media, headlines in the news, country music, music in general and endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, what is one thing that, like, you've taken on yourself that, like, it, okay, it's something that you, you've convinced yourself that you can either save money on or do yourself, well, you know, it, but it's just not, it's not working. It's not working out. 
at this particular moment? Just maybe in, in, in general. In general, in your um, life or something, you know, maybe oh, you have a couple of examples. I know this is coming. I don't do good with that. Uh, with, with, with it's just your, stuff. but it's, it's not, a, it's like your life. Well, it's just an answer. It's just um, like your life. Something that I brought in house to save money. And maybe not literally in the house, but like, what is something that you're like, you know what? No, I, can, I can, I can do that myself. Oof. There's not a whole lot I can do. Um, I mean, I don't change my oil. I don't uh, rotate my tires. I don't mow the grass. I don't, uh, why don't you go first? Let me, let me, let me, let me simmer. Um, okay, so let me, let mine me steep, steep is the word, right? Yes, like a tea bag. Mine is cleaning the house. Our we had these amazing cleaners, and they moved back to. Um, well, they had to go back to Columbia for a while because her mom was very ill, and she needed to go back to take care of her. And these were amazing. I love. There was a husband and wife, and just adorable. Like they had two kids that I knew about them. They had you know gone to college. One of their um, their daughter had had a baby. They were just like they, you know, when we went on vacation, they would like change cat boxes, God forbid. I mean, I would pay them extra, but like bring in packages. I mean, just amazing people. And so when they went back, they were like, well, we have someone, you know, that we would suggest that maybe you, you know, if you want to use that, you know, we've kind of vetted out and, and they're, we know that they're, they have great quality and everything, you know, to clean houses and stuff. And I was like, no, you know, I'll just wait for you guys to get back. And she's like, well, I don't know when that'll be. And so I'm like, you know, I think I'll just take this on myself. Because Will had moved out at the time, our oldest, and I just thought, okay, that's one less person. But what I didn't take into account is the level that I was working and wasn't home out of the house. Because for a while, when you work out of your house, and that's one thing that I think has come out of the pandemic, like there's a lot of downtime where people say they go like do laundry and they clean, you know, they'll get into like a phase where they're like, "Uh uh-oh, I shouldn't have like open that drawer because that was an hour and a half. I probably should have been working, you know, like doing that. So I I don't have, I'm not here as much. So it's like, I feel like I'm cleaning the same spaces over and over. All the time. I start downstairs and then eventually I make it upstairs. Like I made it upstairs last week, finally. But then now, so now I think I'm going to switch it around. I'm going to start upstairs and head downstairs. But once the same thing happened in reverse. Probably. But it's really hard to find, finding like people to clean your house is like dating. It's not easy. And then, so, so if you get one and you think they're perfect, or I say one, but like, uh, you know, it could be a combination of cleaning crew or whatever, and you think it's perfect, and then say you're just not happy with some stuff, and then you've got to, now you've got people you've got to like let go. And like, you know, now you're like having to like manage staff at your home. And so it's just so uncomfortable. It's I don't like, think it has to be that difficult. Oh, I don't know. But there was also, I think it became really stressful for me because then when you started recording out of the house too, it was like they came early um because they used to because they had been working with us for so long they came really early because you used to be yeah, gone yeah, be out of the house at four o'clock but then you would be home at 11 o'clock and you wanted everything to be like done and finished and so, so I could begin working again. yeah so then it was like when you shifted to the home it became even more stressful because like i couldn't get people because you know we've talked about this before there's always the cleanup before the cleanup doesn't have to be no, every woman does Doesn't the thing. Okay. That's, that's, that's a task you took on yourself. No, that's a task every woman uh, takes on. Why would you do that, though? We, we're not going to do this again, but why would you do that? Because that's what women do. We're not having, because okay, first of all, in order for the cleaning people to get through, they have to have an area. Okay, that's what kids are for. And the okay. kids made the mess to begin with. Oh, right. Sure. So why wouldn't you say, kids, clean up your area before the, before the cleaning people get Because sometimes it's not just the kids. It's the husbands and the other yeah, people, right. too. Okay. All right, goodness. But anyways, yeah, so what, what's something you took on that you oh, just can't right get that. done? Um, let's see. 
something that I've taken on, and I just want you to tell me. I'm sure you have a couple. Well, one there that comes. Yeah. I knew. I see. I don't have to prepare at all. Go ahead. One that I'll comes to one that comes to mind uh-huh. would be when you decided that you were going to go get pine straw, and everybody was going to help you spread the pine straw. Mm-hmm. And so you and Will started, and then I think you found a snake or something in it, and you something, something happened. You retreated, and then we just had like rogue piles of like three quarter bales of yeah of, of, of pine straw, straw all over the yard, which that definitely attracts snakes. I right. mean, come on. Well, I never went back up. Yeah, into that area. So that's that's one. Okay, what else you got? This dumping situation that's going on. Like it's about done with like so instead of like us just biting the bullet and getting somebody to come over here with a trailer a rogue trailer to take all this stuff off. We were kind of, I was kind of like, and what it started was, and you were trying to help. And I appreciate that. I was uh-huh. like, there's a few things I think like, instead of them taking everything, there's a few things we could get rid of. And then I think you became enamored. This is, we're cleaning out the garage enamored by getting rid of the stuff. And it became like, almost like a thrill of the hunt for, for who, for you. No, no, it didn't to like find a rogue dumpster to yeah. dump this stuff. No, in. Stressful is what it was because you shouldn't be dumping in someone else's dumpster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go in the dark of the night. And wait for them to close, the business to close. And I'd see the manager, the night manager and the server who was the last to check their till, count down their till, they would they would walk out to their cars and I'd drive behind the building and dump in their dumpster. It's a horrible feeling. It gave me great anxiety. Mm. Matter of fact, there's still stuff in the back of my, my SUV, I'm sure, that was to make it to a, a dumpster somewhere around town and never did. Okay, well, that stuff has, like, what should really give you great anxiety is, is spiders the brown the recluse I know, spiders I know, that are running around your SUV I find them all the time. Right now. I find them all the time. Have you been bitten? Uh, probably, mm. probably mm. been bitten by worse, but it's just, I, I, this, we, 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 we didn't have this conversation on the podcast about this. We were going to, we never got around to it. it takes me back to my childhood. And when my mother would take me to my dad's apartment and he made me spy or she would make me spy on my dad and my few, my not stepmother at the time, just my dad's girlfriend. But Brenda became my stepmother and I'd have to go sneaking around behind the dumpsters and digging through the trash. And it was just a mess. You wonder why I'm so just such a wreck. Mm, what a mess. Laundry well, I hate mess. that, like, just dumping some, like, you know, well, rogue, they're triggers. They're rogue triggers Pokemon dolls has, well, has done this Pokemon to Pokemon dolls, Don. It's rocking chairs. It's, uh, it's va- like nine vacuum cleaners. I, I, some, you would come into our garage two months ago before I started And think we were cleaners. Well, you would think that we had a, a vacuum cleaner repair business running out of the garage or something. Yeah. And then bicycles and things. Just throw it all away. Well, no, that's just, it's stuff that they've moved on from. It's not like. I agree. I agree. But there's somebody with a trailer that would have come for $30 and probably hauled it all off in one day and not had to uh, make my anxiety spike. Yes. Take me back to the days when I'd have to go play PI for my mother. Mm. Drop me off in her Pontiac station wagon behind a dumpster at my dad's apartment complex. 20 miles from our house. Anyway, here we go. Now, you know how I get on these like animal videos? I just have to tell you something. I'm, I was pulling up my run of show. I'm not just over here like doing, you know, right, 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 looking, right, sure. scrolling sure, Instagram. Sure. And I want you to know what has come up. And it's a little meerkat dancing on the beach. Okay. Look at him. Uh-huh. Okay, that's not a real meerkat. Again, that's CGI. That is not. Yes. It's, it's yes. If you want to follow the account, it's fluffy.animal. M-O-L. He's adorable. Yeah, he's adorable. What, what do you do with that? Do you, you, you favorite that? Do you pull it up when you're having a down day or something? I think so. What I'll do is probably save it. I have a um, folder called animals, and I'll put him in my animal category. And then should someone say, okay, someone says, golly, I'm just so down in the dumps today. I'm having a bad day. Don't you worry, because I'm going to send you a, meerkat. a dancing on the beach meerkat, and that. there's no way you won't have a good day. Oh, yeah. 
reminds me, this, this regional reminds me of something like from Sesame Street or from, from uh, what was the TV network that, that ran? Nickelodeon? That, yeah, something like that. Is that like, not? we can all be friends. That, yeah. Yeah, we don't bite our friends. Turns out, YouTube is now the top preferred platform for listening to podcasts. Can you believe that? More, more than Apple Podcasts. This is from Forbes Magazine. More, more than, than, than Google, more than Stitcher, more than Spotify. YouTube is the preferred destination the most sought-after platform for listening to podcasts. About six months ago, YouTube took a, a survey to the streets. Taking it to the streets. Survey 1,000 podcast listeners in the U.S. ages 18 to 69, so you would not have been included, Donna, in the, uh, in the survey. Oh, wait, no, of course you would have. To learn about American podcast listening habits and trends. 58%. Over half of the 1,000 survey, Donna, 500 and some change, preferred to listen to shows on YouTube. So we decided we're jumping on the YouTube train, and we're doing that starting this Saturday. A third episode of this podcast will be uploaded to the Cadillac Jack My Second Act YouTube channel every Saturday evening, 6 p.m. Eastern, for you to download, listen, laugh, and enjoy. A third episode, Donna Cummins. I love that. Everybody's excited. We've had people in the past that have asked us about, you know, very kind people. Who have said, um, would you guys, you know, consider doing, you know, a third episode a week? And our take on it always was that we would prefer to leave people wanting more than people being tired of us. So um, we just wanted to make sure that we had enough to talk about. And we also wanted um, to make sure that it was something that, you know, people wanted to hear. Well, so I think the question might be from some people, well, what makes us different then? You know, seriously, if you're worried about not having enough great content to fill through full episodes... What makes us different with the YouTube exclusive third episode, Saturday nights, evenings at 6 o'clock Eastern? Here's the difference. The episode, that third one, is going to be, uh, it's not going to be a, a full episode. You know, we're not going to run an hour, not going to run 45 minutes. We're going to target 25 to 30 minutes. Here's my vision. Here's what I'm thinking, Donna. That third episode is um, follow-ups from the Tuesday and Thursday episodes the week prior. From things we got wrong. From things we got wrong. Corrections and apologies and, um, you know, additional information. We'll cite some sources, audio credits that we forgot. Kind of like a housekeeping episode. Answer questions. In addition to that, though, it will be new content. This is not going to be recycled content from, from, from any of the 287 episodes of this podcast. It's going to be brand new. It's just going to be about 30 minutes. A little more than half of the, uh, the runtime of an average episode for this, uh, for this podcast. We wanted to create a reason for the, the current podcast consumers who, who use YouTube as their go-to podcast platform. We wanted those people to seek out and to discover and to enjoy the My Second Act podcast, while at the same time giving current pod peeps that have been with us for a long, long time, two and a half years, over two and a half years now, a reason to engage with and subscribe to the new Cadillac Jack YouTube channel. So it's twofold, all right? Third episode, every Saturday evening starting this Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern, is when you can enjoy it. You know, there, there, there are our podcasts that push out three and four and five, Six, and I guess some do seven episodes a week. And we've, we've said always that, that we're not going to put episodes out just to put them out. The reason a lot of podcast shows do that is because the more episodes you put out, the more downloads you get. The more downloads you get, the higher you chart. We don't, we're not concerned about <coughs> chart position. We're concerned about you getting a quality podcast. And we just simply don't have enough time to 
We don't have enough stuff, I don't think. There's not enough stuff going on that we want to talk about. I don't in think our anybody lane. has enough stuff to talk about seven days. Well, they don't. That's the point. For I don't five think, days. I don't think three. I think three might be a push again, but this the third episode for us is going to be a little different. Yeah, but here's the great news. If you're if you're not in for it, then you don't have to subscribe either. You don't. You don't. We'd love to have you, but don't think so that's you have the thing. To come. We're not forcing it you down. You don't have to thread. come to your dance, yeah. and it is free, just like the, the Tuesday and Thursday episodes. Right. May include guests. We may go out. There's that little meerkat. We may have guests. Like a meerkat. On the Saturday episode, we may we may go out to the field and record uh, the Saturday episode on location. At a, L- literally into a field. At a, go into the field, sure. If if there's a bonfire and we can get uh, who's the uh, the the EMI Nashville lady. The artist is come sing a house up, not a house party. Same hunt field field party. What is it? Casey, okay. uh, Casey, Casey, Sassy Cassie Ashton. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. Have her come sing. Uh, what's the song she sings? Bonfires. I don't know. Something bonfire party. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have uh, to maybe, correct this this Saturday. Maybe go to a random office Christmas party or a charity event in your community, and record the uh, the third episode. The Cadillac Jack YouTube channel is hot. I mean, it's it's not hot necessarily, but it's it's you can subscribe now. How about that? Already, we have tens of our favorite videos or, or from, from some of our favorite moments of the 287 episodes already posted. So you get the new episodes, you get the bonus episode, and you get uh, past great moments of this podcast. So I want to say hi to Rebecca. Hannah, oh, you getting your little mirror out. Uh, get my mirror out. Juanita Clark, Stephen Etheridge, Doug Wallace, Jennifer Harp Thompson, Thomas, rather, uh, Lisa... Bell says, happy YouTubing. We can't wait to see the Ollie studio. I love that. Betsy Richards and uh, Angel Ganine, all new subscribers in the past uh, four or five days. Thank Look you. Look at that. Betsy and Steven checking in. I would expect nothing Are they less. together? Uh, no. How do you know they're checking in together? Well, I mean, I'm just saying they're, they're checking in. You kept a diary, a little personal. Some, you just took some notes, maybe even mental. I don't even know you wrote them down. After move-in day. With Olivia, our 19-year-old daughter, who is uh, now a, a volunteer with University of Tennessee, go Vols. And you were going to share some of those with us. Well, yeah, I just thought about, you know, you got a long drive home. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's right around the corner. But, you know, I, I think it's better when you have a long drive home because you can really think about things. I did not. I, I, I thought back on it, and I didn't have music on the entire way, which is so unlike me. Um, and I couldn't do a lot of phone calls because that particular section of the road, you you drop out a lot. So I just was, like, thinking, and I thought about a lot of different things, and um, – Actually, these were some things that someone had shared, you know, with me, but that I kind of agree with and I have a spin on a couple of them. But the first one was that whenever you leave your kiddo in college, um, wherever you or even if you're just moving them into like maybe maybe it's not college, maybe you're moving them into, you know, a house and they're going to start a new job. You know, they're already a success. And I think we forget about that, you know, how quickly it changes from them graduating from high school and their accomplishments to all of a sudden them getting in college. And then we raise the bar one or two more rungs higher. You know, before they even have a chance where, you know, listen, don't be late to class. Don't party too hard. You know, make sure you do this. And it's kind of like we need to take a breath and just celebrate the success that got them there. And that was one of the things that I I tried. And I know you were at, you know, we went to brunch and and I said to Olivia, you know, you earned your, you earned your place here and um, you worked hard and you got scholarship money and, you know, you, you deserve to feel very proud of yourself. Um, and I think whether your kid graduated the top of the class or whether they didn't, whether they just barely, I, I call that thank Lottie, whether you got out thank Lottie instead of right. cum Lottie, 
just, you know, celebrate those wins for a minute and tell them how proud you are of them because I think that that's a big deal. And then um, also be proud of yourself. You know, as parents, I think we have to pat ourselves on the back a little bit to say it's not that we are climbing onto their accomplishments, but listen, all the carpooling, all the, um, you know, talking them off the ledge when there's boyfriend problems or friend problems or drama, you know, all the trying to when they go to the right or the left, get them back into the middle of the road to say, come on, you know, you can do this. The pep talks, you know, the text on day of tests to say, good luck, you've got this, you know, I can't tell you how many times I text the kids, I hope you're having a good day. Um, you know, just all that, those little pieces of encouragement, you know, that, that's a lot that we do. And sometimes I think we expect that they're going to turn around and sometimes they do. Some of you have kids that do this, but they're going to say, thank you so much for everything you did, but you should just thank yourself for so much for everything that you did, because it takes a lot to get someone to that point. Ready to go. Yeah. Of success. What do you call it? You call it fully cooked, right? Fully cooked, but they're not quite fully cooked yet. But, um, and let's see, um, also that, it, that, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like I've told you, my mind goes to crazy places. Like if I don't hear from like, she got abducted, you know, but it's like, they're going to college and colleges nowadays. Like I was telling you on this campus, they have the boxes every few feet, um, where God forbid something happened and immediately calls into, you know, the police station or whatever. We didn't have that when I was in Athens. I mean, like, I don't even know, I don't even know if I had mace on my like keychain. You know, so it's not like, you know, a third world country where they're going to be like carrying guns around and, you know, fighting in a war or something. They're, 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 well, but there's still crime. Yeah, but they're at safe, for the most part, they're, they're in, a, in safe environments, you know, because I think we're just like so obsessed with like, oh my God, are they going to be okay? Are they going to be okay? And then this was a big one. Um, you know, it's 2022. Again, I keep thinking, how did you communicate with your mother or your father I, I in think, college? I, I think about that all the time. Or not just in college, but in general. Yes, how did they know where you were when like you were coming home? if you had home, a flat tire, did you just handle it? How did the world operate before I we had, had cell phones? Well, I t- I've told you before, I had to call my daddy on the Watts line. If you don't know what a Watts line is. My dad had one as well in, in his home, oh, in, in his house. It was yeah, and, and there was just, no, and, you know, you just it was just the most ridiculous conversation. Hello, Donna Kay, how are you? Fine. Okay, goodbye. And then I would call mom for five minutes. Go, I need money, like as quick as I could, so that hopefully the long distance thing wouldn't start charting at home. Because then he would say, you're supposed to call the Watts line, but I couldn't ask my daddy for more money because... He, 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 wouldn't, he wouldn't hand the he phone off. He wasn't going to give it. But he wouldn't hand the phone off to Nana either. No, because I'm supposed to call him the Watts line and tell him what I need. Well, I'll tell you what I need. I need more money, but he ain't going to give it to I me. I need mama what I need. But anyway, so money. there's that. We can just reach them all kinds of ways. Texting, Life 360. We know where they are every damn minute do you, of do you think? Do you think that we can go overboard with that? Of course. In today's society? Okay. Of course. With the technology? Now. But I think also the technology has made us anxious. It's like, it's like a full circle. Like, if we didn't have it, we wouldn't know to check it or worry about it. But because it's so accessible, we've become, like, slaves to the technology. Do you know what I mean? I do. Um, let's see. And parenting never ends. The, it's, that's not the end of the boat there. No, like I'm, I, like I'm, I said listen, the other day, you just one day at a time. I'm 48 years old. I talked to my dad today. Yeah. You know, and, and talking you know, advice and, and, and about a couple things. And Will was home uh, last weekend. We were with uh, Will and Olivia in Knoxville this past weekend, or two weeks ago, Will was home, two weekends ago. You always ask him, or I always do, hey, you got gas? You have full tank of gas? And if he, if he doesn't say to me, yeah, I just filled up, then I'll say, let's go down and get your tank of gas. He's 23 years old. You know, gas is expensive right now. Yeah. When your kids come home, you want to help out with the laundry, which we both did when he came, because he brought that big old sack of, mm-hmm. sack of uh, dirty laundry, and, and, and give him a tank of gas, slide him a 20 for some, you know, McDonald's on the way back to wherever they're going. 
That's going to continue for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you just try in those moments. I know we did it. I did at dinner. You know, I'm like laying all these this information on them. But it's like you try to like when you have them all together to somehow organically slip in everything that you're worried about in the world. You worry about a lot in the world. Oh yeah. Do you still have faith? Do I have faith? Do you have faith? How strong is your faith? Oh my God, my faith is always what, strong. What does Donna do when her faith begins to wake? About anything. What do you do? What's what's the thing that you do? Seriously. I actually go to, a, you know, I go into the Bible. I read things. I, I hit my knees. I'm, I've told y'all before, like, I have very serious conversations with God about questions like, why? And sometimes, I, you know, you start the pity party of why me? And I have a couple of friends um, that I have pity parties with that like, why is this happening to me? Why is my, you know, and they, if you have to have really good faithful friends that kind of bring you back into the fold. And I think it's okay to question your faith. I think we all do, but you know, the old song uh, by Garth Brooks, Unanswered Prayers, sometimes all the stuff that you're trying to maneuver and manipulate and get the good Lord to do, he's like, would you please just stay out of my way? Because I'm actually doing things that you don't even know you need. And so sometimes you're like, you know, praying, sometimes you move from praying into please fix this, Please solve this. And God's like, hang on. Just take a deep breath. Take a number. There's a couple people in front of you. Well, and let me get my work done. You've got to see the pastor believe me. Gallery furniture. Hey, Wolfman, where's Donna now? I'm in New York City, but I'll be back soon. Miss you. Well, Donna's gone. I'm dealing. Like this. Floor lamp, $19. $19 floor lamp. $88. Headboard. Win for $20 headboard. I could use that. Four-drawer chest, $39. Not Chester drawers, but a four-drawer chest for $29. Where? And 1600 Browns Bridge Road and Games. And hey, ask the Wolfman. God bless him. Ask the Wolfman. Gallery Furniture, family-owned business, been 40-plus uh, years. The same location. You don't stay in business. In the furniture business, for 40-plus years, staying in the same showroom. Where your daddy started the business if you're not doing something right. If you're not doing a lot of things right, you're not there for 40 years. Yeah, no kidding. And they have been there. Family-owned business. Talk about all the time doing business with people in your community. If you're new to our podcast, um, we know there's a lot of new people from the YouTuber. Um, don't worry about, like, if you don't live 10 minutes from Gainesville, you don't have to. If you come to Atlanta for any reason, it's worth uh, driving through. Um, it's a beautiful area, and the furniture is worth it. Listen, people drive lots of places. Um, to save an enormous amount of money. So this is not out of the question if you are like right not you know right next door. Um, if you're on the south side, if you're in Atlanta, even if you're where we are, Alpharetta, anywhere, um, it is worth it to go up there. And you're going to be blown away by the beautiful, beautiful furniture that they have. I think that's probably the most, um, that's the most, that's the thing that I hear the most from people who go up to gallery is that, they were very, very pleasantly surprised by the type of furniture. And I think, you know, that comes from not that they thought that it was going to be outdated, cheap furniture, but I think when you've been in business anywhere that long, people tend to think that maybe your furniture's dated. And listen, this is when you pull in, this is not a flashy, we've talked about this before. It doesn't it's the same have, store for 40 years. Yeah, it's not flashy. But the reason that that's good for you is because you're not paying for the lights. You're fancy, not paying yeah, for the glass no doors. Fancy, you're not fancy, ornate uh, yeah, light, not, light and fixtures. Yeah, so don't let that, you know, I've had people say before, I went by there, but I just didn't know if that was the right place. That's the right place. She's there. 
And um, don't let the outside of it fool you because they, again, follow them on Instagram and you'll be able to see in real time some of this beautiful furniture that they have. It's amazing. On Instagram, the follow, the account is, uh, the handle is at Gallery Furniture GA, at Gallery Furniture GA. You've been on the job six months. You've got a checking account, guaranteed credit. Guaranteed credit from Donna at Gallery Furniture. Uh, how many days in the month of August do we have left? Not many. You've got an August birthday. We celebrate uh, every August because Wolfman has a birthday. Donna has a birthday. Donna's daughter, Wolfman's granddaughter, Marilyn, has an August birthday, and my Donna has an August birthday as well. So head up to Gallery Furniture on your big special day. Present your ID. I don't think Donna's going to ask for it, but show your ID and get 10% off any purchase. 10% off any purchase, excluding mattresses at Gallery Furniture during the big August birthday celebration bonanza party. 1600 Browns, Bridge Road, Gainesville. Hey, ask for the Wolfman. Hey, ask for Donna. Come and get your Cadillac Jack, my second act of podcast brought to you by Fayetteville Ford. Fayetteville Ford. Online at FayettevilleFordGA.com. They are physically in Fayetteville, Georgia, but uh, man, online, you get what you want. Flying to Atlanta, pick it up, drive it home. People do it all the time for a lot of different reasons, including uh, biggest reason why, other than uh, Chris Chitwood's beautiful smile and face, general manager, is the lifetime powertrain warranty. It's a gift to you. It's free. Gift to you. You're going to find it in the glove box. The warranty? I mean, like the... The lifetime powertrain warranty. Oh, I thought you meant like they had an extra powertrain in there. No, 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 no. They'll order you one, though. Oh. Something should go wrong. But uh, why do they do that, Cadillac Jack? Because here's why. They believe in the product that they have on both the new Ford lot and the pre-owned lot. And then when you, if you purchase them either, either or, you get the lifetime powertrain warranty. So you can go to the pre-owned lot, Don, and get you a Dodge. Get you a Chevy. Get you a Kia. Get you a Toyota. Get you anything. All right, and, and, and with the pre-owned purchase, you get the lifetime powertrain warranty as well, but they're so confident in the quality of the vehicles they have on both lots. They back it up with the lifetime powertrain warranty. Cadillac Jack for Fable Ford. Simply different. My Saturday Night Podcast also brought to you by Brightmore Healthcare. Do away with the internet BS. $50 home internet from T-Mobile. And guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Night Podcast state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know depend on and trust like Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. There you go. You'll find people from all walks of life. People who are walking for a loved one lost. People who walk in support of someone struggling. People who walk for themselves. And people who walk to connect with others who understand. Let's shine a light on a topic that affects so many and send a clear and hopeful message that help is available and suicide can be prevented. Howdy, I'm Cadillac Jack from the Bear 92.5. I'd love to see you at No One Walks Alone. It's a suicide prevention awareness walk. But it's so much more than just a walk. Along the way, there'll be coping skill stations like pet therapy, art therapy, yoga, drum circle, massage, gardening, and more. Saturday, September 10th, 9 till 1130 a.m. Let's meet up at the Link Trailhead at the Noonan Center because no one walks alone. Many thanks to my partner, Paramount Hospitality Management. Paramount's the empowerment sponsor for No One Walks Alone. Town Place Suites by Marriott, Home 2 Suites by Hilton, and Hampton Inn by Hilton. I can't wait to see you. More info, like Pathway Center CSB on Facebook. I'm going to add a song. Can I go first? Sure. Uh, this song, you're going to recognize. 2003, I think, was the year. Monday of this week, it hit number one on the overall worldwide Apple uh, Apple music chart. And it had nothing to do with TikTok. Because hmm. a lot of times we see songs that have aged, re come the back chart. around, yeah. Right. It hit number one 25 years later. Not the case with this song. But I have some theories. 
as to why it hit number one nearly uh, 20 years later, I guess. Monday of this week. Evanescence. Was that that woman that wore like the long black, like goblin clothes with the dark Mar- Dot Martin boots? And were her and the little man married, or were they just together? I don't know their personal life. All I know is Bring Me to Life literally has new life at number one. Living in a, uh, a, 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 a duplex, I believe, in Paulton County, Georgia, off Nebo no, Road. Not in 2003. Olivia was, was born okay, then. Yeah, you lived in a house. Of course I was. My God. Difficult questions. All right, here's, here's, here are my theories. That's why it's number one on Apple iTunes, or Monday of this week it was for a moment. It was the answer to Monday's hurdle. Wordle? I thought it was hurdle. Oh, boy. Okay, what, just tell the whole story. What is the... It's like, currently on sale for 69 cents. People okay. looking for a bargain for a 2003 hit. Some, you know, flavor of the 2003s for 69 cents. And they're currently on tour with corn. So they're getting some exposure. Those are my theories. Are you sure it's not Hurdle? Well, maybe there is a game called Hurdle. There's a game called Wordle. And that seems like a very long... Like, the, na- the, the spell out their name. Hurdle game. Hurdle is a Hurdle. puzzle game that relieves stress and anxiety. I need that. By reorienting our thoughts with peaceful music and catchy visuals. Oh my gosh, I'm going to download this. That's H E A R D L E Hurdle. Oh, like you heard it. I love that. I thought it was like Huddle with an R. It's Hurdle. I H- love this. Hurdle. It's not Hurt It. It's Hurdle. Um, so we're going to add some Evanescence for the first time, I believe, ever in the history of this podcast to the Spotify Hives on Playlist. Oh, I love it. Don is going with uh, Aaron Morse. I love this song. We got So this is off uh, the new album, Humble Quest, and she wrote it with uh, her high woman collaborators, Natalie Hemby and Greg Kirsten. Um, she debuted it at CRS this year. It's basically a song about female friendship, uh, and she said it was inspired by her friendship with her best friend. They got into a fight. Who's that? Do we know? I don't know. They got into a fight, and she decided that their friendship was worth fighting for. Um, I love it. It, it. She said that she feels like it has kind of a Carol King type feel, and I think it does too. Um, just kind of a just a laid back kind of vibe, but. Um, it's not just, she, she said, you know, it's not about love. It's the love of female friendship, which is really important. You know, women, women and their friendships, it's super important. And I always say, like, you know, there's that great meme, but, like, are you the type of friend? Because I am. Like, if you, I'll show up at your house with a shovel and, like, a rope. To do what, bury a bury body? Something. Yeah, what? in a trash bag. And I'm not asking you any questions. Like, I'll just be there. You call me, I'm there. You know what I mean? bury a body. No questions asked. Allegedly. I mean, but I'm just saying. You know, like you need friends. You don't need friends who ask a ton of questions. You just need friends who, and maybe they ask you questions later because I also believe in accountability and friendships. I don't think that you just need people to sit around. You just don't show up with a shovel and bury a body. Well, in case you're busy. But, you know, once we get in the car, after we bury him, then I'll ask you some questions. Was he really mean? Did we need to kill him? Or were you just having a bad day? You know what I mean? Maybe I should ask that before before I partake in this. I think I would. Yeah. And maybe consult a lawyer. Like, is Although he, we can't do, don't is do that. Is he really do that, that much of... You know what? Don't, we're not, we don't need lawyers. Just go bury the body. Like, Just is go, he really that much of an a-hole? How are we going to do it? We're going to run over him? We're going to hit him with a... How did the dick do Shovel? Uh, yeah, Earl. Black-eyed peas. Well, black, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Poison, black-eyed peas. Yes. There's a lawyer who was in the news recently who put uh, something yes. in her husband's poison, like cleaning something, in her yes. husband's tea or something. And he kept saying that it tasted bitter. Well, and he, he pulled, the, pulled the tape. 
the home security system, the, the surveillance video. They had cameras in the house. She walking in with bleach. They had her showed her pouring in the kitchen, pouring it into his sippy cup. I mean, that, <laughs> that is bold. Say, tell you what, she was an attorney too. But that could be like one of those people that like we talked about before that sits over there, like one of those old men from like the seventies. It's his fault. It's his fault that she tried to kill. Him. Shakes, of course his, it is. Shakes his damn tea he's glass. He's mean. Yeah. Well, just shakes his tea glass. Helen, can you hear me in here? I'm thirsty. Yeah, I'm coming, Bob. Really? Well, if you go sit in there and rattle your glass, yeah, that's worth killing um, your husband. I don't think so. No, put, but I'm put just saying. In his sweet tea. No, something was something something was going on that was not above board. Okay. But that also is not reason to, to, to put pine salt in somebody's lemonade. People have done worse. Like, you know, there was that Lorena Bobbitt that cut off that fella's, you penis. know, penis. His penis. Well, goodbye. Yeah. So that happens. You know, here in Atlanta, we're dealing with a woman who went on the killing murder spree in broad daylight. Unbelievable. Midtown Atlanta. Midtown Atlanta. And it was it was revenge. Because her federal lawsuit didn't go away. Well, that, that yes. But but she went she went after her old bosses. Well, Killed two out of three. Shot the third one. He's, I think, doing okay. We're going to survive. The other two shot them cold blood. Midtown shut down. Broad daylight. It's like 1230 to 2 o'clock, actually, in the mm. afternoon, about a week ago. Not even that. A few days ago. Three days, three four days ago. Well. Crazy shit goes on. I mean, that can happen. Broad daylight. And then she runs to the airport. Yes. To the international terminal. Where's she going? That's my question. Here's my Where's favorite part. I got, I got another one for you. Go ahead. You she's first. wearing black and white. Like Wear she's going to jail. Like a Wear jail outfit. Where, if you are, if you're going to murder somebody, let me give you some advice. Yes. If you're going to, and uh, this is free. This is what want, we do. If you want some more advice, it's gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I have to run your card. It's I got to go through the paywall. I got to square. But if you're going to go murder someone in broad daylight, wear a solid color. Don't yeah. wear a pattern because yeah. a pattern's going to be easy for people to recognize you. In. And maybe a wig. Uh, that, but she just didn't give a damn. I'm telling you. She had, she's, Her give a damn she had was, busted. she's pissed. Her give a damn had she busted. She was pissed. Where was she heading to? The airport. But where? I know. That's my question. It's one of the many questions I have. Maybe here's Jamaica. A, or here's another one. Have you heard the audio? I mean, they they were they were the, the Atlanta Police Department, the APD were, were were stopping cabs with guns drawn. Yeah, you're in town on business in Atlanta, and suddenly you're yelling, "Tax cab is being stopped by four SWAT team members from the Atlanta Police Department with guns drawn." Have you heard the audio? Yes, from dispatch of a cab, yellow cab, I believe here in Atlanta. Yes, talking to the driver because they know they believe that she's in this person's yes, individual's in his, cab. Yes, in his. What cab. does he do? He tips her. Did you catch that? Uh, unbelievable. She was a regular for him. And and he says to Which her. that's a whole question. Who has a regular driver that's a Well, with Uber and Lyft. Yeah, but, but anyway, he says to her, They're are you running? Him. No, are you running from something? She says, you're gonna, you're safe. Mm. What do you do with that information if you're not? What do you do? I don't know. And this wasn't in a CD section. This was like no, down by, by Colony Square. Th- yeah. That and, and yeah, yeah. Woodruff Art Center. Two, two uh, condo buildings, mm-hmm. I believe. It's crazy. Because the company in question that she she filed lawsuits against, uh, they 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 were the, the brokers for these apartment for these condo apartments. I think they were condos. Yeah, we've talked Town about we, you and I've talked about this. Not that we would do anything seedy, but like if you're up to seedy things, you don't need to be driving around a, a Dodge Charger 100 miles an hour. You need no, no, to be driving no, no. like an old two below two yeah. below the speed limit. And driving like an old station wagon. So not stand out. But but that has all the lights and stuff working. You know. Well, every light needs to be working. Yes, every and, light and, needs and to be working. And wear a solid. Wear a solid. Yeah. Wear a solid. Don't wear a pattern. If you're going to do pattern. crime, yeah. do not get it. Just if you're going to do the crime, wear a solid. I mean, she's just rolling her rolling bag, heading out everywhere she went. Yeah, everywhere she went. It's a crazy story. Mm. Here's another one from Oklahoma. Mm. Ow! What was that? I'm hit. Yeah, I'm hit right here too, Danny. Hit Danny. the head. We need backup immediately. Danny, I've been hitting the head. Got a civilian hit. 
What the heck? She get out of her cups? This is the craziest. This is one. What of the, the heck? She get out of her cups? This is one of the top five, and I mean this batshit craziest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. This is a woman in Oklahoma who who had been been cuffed because of erratic behavior. They had no plans of taking her to jail. She was not going to be under arrest, but they were holding. She was being held in the back of a, a police SUV. This is the county SO sheriff's office. While the, the the two deputies that you heard there, Dean and, and his partner, Gail, are out looking for shell casings or something in the, in, in the grass. I don't know. This woman, Donna, you, the, the video surveillance from inside the car, then you have the body cam video. You got the surveillance footage of the, 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 the murderer at Hartsfield. I'm telling you, Big Brother's watching you. Here, here's, I want to I redact my statement and, and, and put out a new one, if you don't mind. Okay. If you're going to do the crime, wear a solid. And just don't go anywhere near cameras. And good luck with that. Yeah. Because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Um, this, this, this woman who'd been handcuffed properly, the sheriff acknowledged. She had been cuffed properly, seated in the back of the, the SUV. Suddenly, she starts firing an AR-15 from the back of the SUV. Because she sees, she, she gets out of her cuff somehow. And she sees la- a button, a button labeled on the dash of this SO SUV, Sheriff's Office SUV, that says, gun. Mm. She hits the button, the AR-15 drops from the ceiling of the SUV, from a hidden compartment. Just like Tom Cruise. She loads it with bullets. Well, she knew what she was doing. Starts firing out the back of the windshield. Mm. And that's where you hear Dean and, and Deborah on patrol. Keep America Beautiful, is a, you know, pick up a litter campaign or something that she'd been ticketed for, this woman. Here, I want you to listen again now that you know what the story's about. What was that? Yeah, I'm hit right here too, Danny. Hit the head. We need backup. I'm hitting the head. We got a civilian. Got a civilian hit. What the heck? What the heck? Did she she get get out out of her cuffs? cuffs? Here is the sheriff of this county, who 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 had no choice but to address the media after there were some (laughs) some questions, as you maybe can't imagine. That wasn't me. I was. When we detain somebody, they actually go in handcuffs. They place her in the backseat of the patrol car. Uh, why in the backseat of the patrol car, she was able to get her wrist free from the handcuffs, and the handcuffs were put on properly. She was able to reach up on our console where it actually said gun. gun. There's several switches. One is a gun switch to unlock the gun lock, and she found it, unlocked the gun lock, and was able to retrieve a AR-15 rifle. And then she was able to figure out how to put a round in it, put it on fire, and she fired approximately 10 rounds at our deputies and a civilian. Where it actually said gun, that's going to be replaced. Uh, We're going to put a switch someplace else in the vehicle to lock our gun. Well, Sheriff, I got to tell you, I think that's probably a good idea. Let's label it not gun, and let's put it somewhere. Let's hide it somewhere. Like you know, you know how you can never find the the uh, your fuel tank release switch. Or my hood. I can't ever find my hood. Right. Let's put it where that is. Yeah. Let's put it where that is located, rather than right there on the dash next to the, the 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 up or down speed on your AC. You know, in Oklahoma, where it gets all warm during the every every season. I went to get some coolant the other day, and the guy said, "Can you pop your hood?" I said, "I don't know where it is." Uh-huh. I said, "Can you look in here?" And I think he thought I was trying to like flirt with him or something because uh-huh. you know I was still sitting in the seat, and he's like, "Well, it's down here by your leg." And I said, "Well, mm. I, I don't know where it is." I mean, like, and he kind of questioned me, like, "He's like, you don't know where your hood is?" I said, "Why? Why on earth you know would your I hood be? is? Is your hood latch?" But I don't know where my hood. I mean, why would I be popping my hood? I got, I got one for you. you know, we got to wrap you right now. I get a call. Uh, there was a small recall. Uh, my, my flapper was uh, compromised. Mm. You got to you got to fix your flapper. If that ever happens. So I go to Fayetteville Ford, and it takes thirty minutes to get it done. Get my flapper fixed, and 
I'm on my way. About two hours later, I'm headed to wherever I'm going. I get a call from Chris Chipwood, the GM at Fable Ford. He says, hey, have you found a flashlight in your engine? I swear to God, I thought I was being punked. I said, Chitwood, I, I'm, I'm, I don't got time for this shit. I'm busy today. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling from Zebulon, Georgia to Griffin, Georgia. To I was there in Fayetteville with you earlier today. I'm putting 400 miles on the road today. He said, no, I'm serious. You need to pull over. And Don, I pull over, and by God, there's a, there's a, there's a flashlight in my mm. engine floating, just dangerously floating above one of the belts. Can you imagine? I so said you him, knew how to pop your hood, and you knew how I to... Didn't. I didn't. I had to call Chris Chitwood back. That's the point of the story. I had to call him back. I said, how do, you, how do, how do I pop this hood? And he just howled. I he think they should howled. have the hood where by the, where the, the, where the trunk head, Well, where the sheriff's office in Catoosa County, Oklahoma, has the gun butt. Here's the problem, though. If you don't have good eyesight and you pull into Walmart and, like, you just want to pop your hood to get your cat litter put in the back, and then you, I mean, you pop your trunk, and then you're popping your hood, and then yeah, people are just but, like, oh. but it's better not being able to find it at all. I guess, you know? yeah. There you go. The Cadillac Jack, my second podcast. Our thanks to uh, executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, the Appen Podcast Network. A big thanks to uh, Steve Mitchell. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Got anything before we go, Don? I don't. Uh, some audio credits. I don't know. Uh, Mayor Morris's record label. Who's that? Do we know? I don't know. Uh, Evanescence record label. Do we know who that is? Uh, no. Uh, the uh, Catoosa County, I think, Oklahoma Sheriff's Office. Give them credit. What else do we do? Um, gallery owns their audio. Uh, we'll just say we got it all. Okay? We got it all. You ready for the new tag out? Yes. New episodes on Tuesday, Thursday. And give it to me. Saturday. Okay. Of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Third episode, the first of the three episodes for the week. This Saturday, 27th of August, 2022, uploaded at 6 p.m. Eastern time on the Cadillac Jack YouTube channel.